1: Hey everybody welcome to another episode of the better faster podcast brandon and i are here talking about some fun happenings uh, with our patients and our clients because it is crossfit season man it is the season has started and we are on to the second round um, and then also we got we got some things to talk about and uh, with the most recent course that you just took man but first man how you doing
0: Doing well. It's been a couple of weeks since we got on one of these, right? And I know it's I been a I was out bit. of town. I was you in Colorado Springs. A R T, sir.
1: I'm I know, man. Talk about the. That's an intense process in yeah. terms of how you were out there for a while.
0: Well, it's an expensive process. Is yeah, that's really interesting, sure. right? It's that's been. It's, sure. I've been practicing ten years now, and yeah. it's been on my radar since I graduated. But it was so expensive. I mean, I got I got in on the New Year's Eve discount, and it was still like. Forty four hundred bucks or something like that, mm-hmm. and then you got to take into account travel costs, and it's eight days of class, right? So yeah. you're going, you got to work, blah, blah blah, that kind of stuff too. But um, now's the right time to do it. But man, it was it was great. It was it was really really yeah, good. Sounds cool. Man. Um, and you know, to be honest with you as far as, you know, ART is active release techniques, what it stands for, restricted. I always have to put the R yeah, on the yeah. other, right? Because they protect that brand with an iron fist. Oh, so we'll yeah. probably talk about it a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. <laughs> but the stuff is not mind blowing, it's not super groundbreaking and they'll tell you that too. Like it's it's a manual therapy technique, it's, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna describe it in its simplest form, you're basically putting tissues in a shortened position you are not necessarily pinning them down, you're getting some depth and tension because you want to allow them to move and then you're taking them through a stretch. So shorten, depth, tension, stretch essentially and the the theory behind that is that you're basically making sure that surfaces are sliding right so we're talking about muscles on top of another fascials planes things like that that kind of stuff too so it was originated by a chiropractor michael Leahy. uh pretty cool background the guy was a a fighter pilot in the air force went to chiropractic school and dude just like kills it in terms of marketing and that's Mm -hmm. really the reason why i took it is because the brand recognition and sure it has actually worked out oh yeah yeah. we've got a lot of calls already just a couple social media (laughs) so it worked as planned but um and and you know, I kind of I, I I'm always skeptical about self special manual therapy because it's so non-specific. But I got to say, like experiment with this stuff in the clinic because because it's recently biased. It uh, I've seen some pretty cool stuff, pretty cool things yeah. that I wasn't really expecting. With like you know some things related to like the adductors, pectineas, a couple of rotator cuff pathology. So pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm a fan. So it's another tool for the toolbox.
1: Yeah, and it it was so extensive. I remember you had tons of video and pre-course stuff to do and then eight days of full day class work like that's that's a commitment yeah they
0: they keep you busy so it's it's class it's yeah you've got i don't know maybe 10 hours worth of stuff you got to do ahead of time videos and some online tests and it's not hard it's just time consuming and then there's class eight to five every single day with some exams in between that you you got to study for they make you earn it like you can't just show up and get your cus and get your cert but gosh like the 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 scenery there the colorado springs i mean it's like you can tell they pump so much money into this stuff i mean mm. the building is just like it's, it's amazing all the details are just i'm talking about like just the the, the marbling like the way that they have like the audio vid, visual stuff in the classroom right. and it faces the mountain range color. it's not just like like a mountain range it's pikes peak it's the air force academy you got like airplanes flying in and and, and skydivers and stuff so it's wild and and honestly, like like some, as I'm looking around all this stuff, like that was one of the like the big takeaways. It's like, man, I, I need to quit being so stingy and probably start spending a little bit more money to get some some nicer stuff in this clinic. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, dude. Well, I mean that's that's crazy, dude. How um how was the breakdown in terms of participants from different dif- disciplines? Oh, dude, it was mostly chiropractors. Right. So
0: I, I don't know the exact number, but I think it was probably about thirty people in the class, and and it was four or five pts and luckily i just got partnered up with another pt well i say luckily but but um the rest were chiropractors maybe like two massage therapists but they were so cool like mm-hmm. um they, they're they're awesome like we 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 actually been chatting with a few of them on instagram and stuff but um i learned attraction minute oh I man
1: was, i was
0: like i was like dude i'm in a room full of chiropractors i need to learn some skills right so, yeah, so yeah. Like, i was like what are your thoughts about traction dips? And he goes, Oh, you mean ring dingers? And I was Rain like, dingers. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, I'll show you. So he grabbed a towel and he did one to me and, um, he let me try it on him. And, uh, not a lot to it. You know, yeah. it's just like anything else you want to prime it, put in a little bit of closed back position, just pull, right? Pull fast yeah. enough, something's going to go. And um, he's like, yeah, these are frowned upon, but we learn them anyway. Oh so. yeah, people yeah. still
1: do. I mean, yeah. we've seen this, the Y-strap, whatever, <laughs> where they put that on, and I've seen some people yank on some yes, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, I was trying to, I'm trying to think about it too, because I think about like, what what was my perception about even just cervical manips before I got into PT school, that kind of thing. So oh, I probably yeah. probably thought, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be really careful with this. I, I don't know if I still, I don't know if it's like a perceptions reality thing. I don't know like if we should be as fearful about traction lifts. I don't know any PTs that do them or are teaching them at all. Right. Um, but he was saying it stretches over two bar to be like seventeen percent, which is like,
1: less than turning your head fully. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's like anything else. Right. Good traction lifts are good. Bad ones are bad. I, I don't. I don't really yeah. know if it would if that's really going to necessarily change the way. I I don't have it done on an actual patient. Yeah. Probably want, But it was cool to learn.
1: That is yeah. pretty cool, man. Yeah. That no, I think it's it's been great just uh, getting to to. Learn from you on on some different things since you've been back, and yep. it, it they they could dive into the weeds a little bit with with from a palpation standpoint yes. and that kind. Of, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, I got I got I don't know if I'm ready to drop forty four hundred bucks, but like it's
0: yeah. it's pretty cool. it did, it did this just. Colorado Springs is beautiful. Its oh, scenery yeah. unreal, and you know there was some downtime. I mean, to get to go to mm-hmm. Garden of the Gods and stuff like that too. But but yeah, what you mentioned about palpation, I, honestly, I think that was probably the biggest value of the course. Is you know thinking back to Harvey's class, uh, oh my yeah, first year of PT Throw school, it, back. Shout it to was Harv. like it was like his class on steroids. And I thought that was pretty intense back then. But like. And that was another thing too, I was kind of skeptical about, can we really feel these structures? I mean, we're talking about several layers, but you know, actually whenever you take the time to put certain ones on stretch, that's a big thing is like they'll put these things on end range and sort of like kind of pump the end range. You can actually feel what's going on. So they're like, all right, this this structure should be moving, the other one shouldn't. That's how you know where you're at. And it's and it's actually true. So there's a lot of skill in that. And um, it's actually been pretty cool taking that back to the ortho class I'm TAN for right now as mm-hmm. we're kind of going through some palpation. Um, like posterior talofibra ligament for example. We were going over that today and it's like, okay, so you actually need to add lateral rotation to fully wind this thing up. And it's like little details like that that have actually been really beneficial outside of the whole ART spectrum. Um, That's awesome. And That's other good. stuff too. But
1: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, again, it just stretch, stresses the importance of being willing to continue to learn and mm-hmm. be open to things. So I know we, you know, I, not that we we, I don't, for lack of a better word, shit on manual therapy too much. I mean, we we perform a lot, but we're very big exercise people, right? So so for us, you know, and for you to, to still go and and want to expand in this area, I think it's still important because it's 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 also about learning that too to figure out what you can what you can take from it. It's not just about sticking with your biases and just doing content only in your you know what you're you know comfortable with. I agree, and. and- I uh, going into this, I thought that
0: my perception was that this thing was going to be a little bit old school. They were going to talk about breaking up scar tissue, so and I think they probably. I, I want to say that whenever ART first started years and years ago, I think that was probably a claim. With that, yeah. But mm-hmm. they they've evolved. They don't. They yeah. don't do that. it's, it's very evidence based. You know about mm-hmm. you know talking about how the IT band doesn't stretch. You know about like how much tension actually takes takes to reorganize collagen and fascia. Um, about. Tendinitis, how most of the time they're actually not in an acute inflammatory phase. Things like that that are up to date. So it's pretty good. And and uh, and again, like the technology and stuff like that. I mean, they have like just really you know nice new Norvatecs up, Hyper Ice. I mean, it's like you can tell these guys are continually staying up to date on all this stuff. So so that's because because the founder he's kind of getting up in age now. Um, Yeah yeah. You said he
1: popped in one day. Yeah popped in
0: one day. Yeah I got a yeah you got to practice on him a little bit. So I was a little bit nervous, you know. But that was cool. It was cool. But um, but yeah um. Big fan of it. Highly recommend. And another thing too is is you know manual therapy does get shit on a lot, and I think it's just the the trendy thing. You know, when you oh yeah, it's cool to bash. Yeah, you get dorks on dorks on Twitter, dorks on Instagram. They want to you know, where's the evidence? Where's the article to support this? But. Mm You know, I think that we do have to recognize a lot of what we do is an art, and whether you want to admit that or not. And we could talk all day about the non-specific effects of exercise, just as much for as sure. manual therapy too. So it all goes back to you know creating that bond, creating that alliance and that rapport with your patients, and really getting to know them as a person.
1: And for sure. I mean, and there's something about. Human touch. Mm-hmm. That, there's a, there's an aspect that we cannot Absolutely. forget that that we are mammals, primates, and and this is this is an important aspect of it. And then also too, when you know some people seek this particular type of thing out, and that is part of evidence based practices is, is patient expectations, right? right. And and so that, that it doesn't mean you give them you have to give them something you know is not you know, not evidence-based or you know is, is BS, for, um, but, you know, it, it's definitely something you got to consider. If somebody's seeking you out or has, in your subjective, telling you that manual therapy, specifically ART or things like it, have, have been beneficial, then then that light bulb goes off in my head on what they're already expecting, that this is going to be something that we might do. Yeah. so, figure out how do you incorporate it. So, you know, it's definitely something that uh, I'm I'm excited to keep learning yep. from you, on man. So we're gonna have some crash courses. It probably won't be as extensive, yeah, yeah. but I gotta watch it. <laughs> gotta yeah, watch I mean, some just, videos and yeah, get into exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's just like anything else, right? People come in, they think squats and deadlifts are gonna help. We're gonna do squats and deadlifts. They think getting scraped, getting cut, getting needles gonna help. We're gonna do whatever,
1: you know. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. if they don't think squats and deadlifts right. are gonna help, I'm gonna try to <laughs> eventually convince them that squats <laughs> and deadlifts but are yeah,
0: gonna yeah. help. Yeah. As, so, as soon as I got back, like two days later, like learned to pass my exams and stuff. Like we did social media posts. We sent an email out to all the patients. Schedules started filling up fast with ART mm-hmm. peeps, and it's been great you know we'll come in we'll do some ART they've gotten good responses pretty much in all the cases and then we get them moving right just like you know manual therapy so exactly. it's, it's worked exactly as planned so a uh, big fan of it um, I've taken a lot of condo that I don't recommend but I highly recommend this one if you can afford it from a financial standpoint and a time standpoint. Yeah, that's a to. big
1: time commitment too yeah. between travel and, and eight days. Yep. But I'm you know, I'm glad that that's uh that's something that we now offer. Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah,
0: man, for sure. Well let's talk about these quarterfinals, right? Let's oh, talk about yeah. this CrossFit open. Yeah. So so give us a recap. What went down?
1: So they changed the structure on us, um, for like the eighth time in eight years, you know, I feel like uh that's one Downside to a newer sport is the there's a lot of change every year, you know, and and so um, it's again another new structure uh, to the CrossFit season. But in my opinion, I actually think it's a welcome change. Um, so the the way they have done it now is they have. I want to say devalued the open, but they turned the open into what I think it really needs to be uh, a community event that, event that brings a lot of people in together that really doesn't necessarily need to have multi. Like it served so many different purposes before it was like let's bring everybody together but let's also figure out who's going to the games Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very difficult to do with with the same workouts to be able to to have something everyone can do and then also try to figure out who the best is Um, and so they kind of turned it into more to a participation type thing and and are taking 10% of people to the next stage uh, which I think is great because the people who are the top in the sport are going to be in the top 10% Mm -hmm. of anything that you give them so you can make the workouts like they did this year less equipment needed moving movements that are a little bit less complex, and, and so more so more people can participate and enjoy it and find themselves on the leaderboard. Uh, and so I think the Open served its purpose, and, and now there is this new stage, and this new stage is called quarterfinals, and it's very similar to what ma- our master's athletes have done before where they have the age group qualifier. And so historically, master's athletes, once they did the Open, the top 200 in their division moved on to the age group qualifier, and teen athletes did the same thing. And they had a separate weekend with four or five tests that you had to do over the weekend, and that's what chose who went to the games. Now you have something similar called quarterfinals. It's the second stage, um, and with quarterfinals, ten percent of athletes move on in each continent. So they what they've done is they've done away with the regionals that we had before, mm-hmm. but they've also they but they've done away with the national champions. Remember last year we had national champions, or two years ago we had national champions um, from you know which was a whole another ball game. So so <laughs> now we're on a, another structure, and now it's continents, um, and so continents uh, receive the top ten percent of each continent moves on to the day's quarterfinals so we're in the north american continent so top 10 percent north americans will go and compete in this another in this next online stage and it's a weekend so the workouts are released on thursday and they're due on sunday and the way they're doing it which is kind of cool is they have you know historically the open you know or you know it's it's the workouts released and then people don't put their scores until last minute monday um or for the age group qualifier they release all the workouts People can do them in any order they want. You can repeat whatever you want. Nobody inputs their scores till the very end. Now what they've done is they have deadlines. So there's five events. The first two will have to be submitted and video submitted by 12 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, or today, technically today, because mm-hmm. it started yesterday. Um, and so you have to get workout one and two done by a certain time, submit it, and then the leaderboard after event one and two will be posted. So you'll know where you are after the first two events now. Then events three and four are due by Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific. So now, then the leaderboard will update again after four events, and then there's one more event five due by Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific. So it, it's, it takes away your opportunity to really repeat things mm-hmm. and to game it. it. It really is more about, like, who's prepared for whatever test comes out of the hopper, and it pops up, and it now it's time to go. Yeah. Um, and so I actually really like this structure. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen now is depending on the participation in each continent you know, with how many uh, people signed up for the Open, there are a certain number of semifinal events. So this doesn't qualify for you for the games. There's actually another layer. Mm-hmm. And so these semifinal events are, I equate them more to like what regionals would be. You actually have to go and finish uh, you know uh, at the top um, right. to, to qualify for the games. So you have to go into an in-person competition, sure. um, which I love. I don't think you should qualify for games without going and winning something in person yeah, or yeah. being in person, right? Too often people qualify by just doing it in their home gym with videos with sketchy reps. And, yeah. and so for me, I love that now there's the open, which everyone can do, and the the people who are going to move on, who are the top people, they don't really have stress about the open. Mm-hmm. They just got to do it. They're going to be top ten percent. Most of them, it, also this year, people posted their scores right away because mm-hmm. they weren't worried about it. They didn't right. have to hoard their score until the end because they were worried about somebody repeating it. Mm-hmm. So they just posted their score, do it Friday, post the score. Quarterfinals now you're 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 seeing big boy weights and big girl mm-hmm. weights. You're seeing high skill movements, things that are trying to determine who really could yep. make the games. And then you have semifinals where people have to now show up in person and they have to win. And they have to beat people with judges you know, there to, to make sure they're holding standards. And that's who goes to the games. And so now the, the season really has a true structure. And it goes from February to uh, the games I think are in early August. So we actually have a real season again. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited for it. We have athletes participating this weekend. We have athletes participating in the team weekend. Um, and that's a whole other ball game because now the team qualifier to go, you actually have to do team workouts. Yeah. Before it was like the best collection of individuals who happened to train in the same area. Right. And then it came down to these super teams, and now it's back to you got to train together, you got to do the workouts together, and compete together, and then you got to go and win a competition together. So uh, I personally love the changes. Yeah. I think it legitimizes the sport a little bit. Um, now we just have to wait and see um, so we got some athletes yeah. doing them now and uh, they're grinding through and there's some tough workouts
0: yeah yeah for sure and I, and, I, and I think that's like really smart the way they they did the Open this year too just to get more participation for sure yeah. participation yeah. I mean, was
1: back up yep. again exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's, it's It's better for the company yeah. and, and there, there's always been an element of getting some jobbers from like the Cayman Islands that are going to get yeah. up to the next or people when too? they did
1: they did uh, countries the people who had like dual citizenship and you're like you live in California <laughs> and you're competing for this country right. of halfway across the world now because it was your way of making it to the games and, yeah, and I didn't love I always that idea. I out a way to game the system but 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 yeah. you know
0: again at the same time you know the cream will always rise to the top so for sure Fraser is going to win regardless right. of the system Right you know? right so so it's it's good stuff there so so who we got who we got going to the next round we going to give so, shout-outs, too.
1: Oh, man, we got a lot of shout-outs. I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, uh, so I think our, our top finisher in the world, Rachel, Rachel Thibodeau, yeah. was top, she was top 100 in the world and top 50 Lord. in, in North beast. America. Crushed it. So she's doing it, too. Um, and also, i, I got to give a shout-out to our, uh, one of our Masters uh, athletes who would have qualified for the games had they had it last year um, in the 45-49. 40, she finished 10th. You know, um, She was 6th in the mm-hmm. Open um, in her age group. What's her in, name? In the world. Je- uh, Jess Manfro. Yeah. Uh, she's one of our remote athletes out of uh, New York. I mean – sixth in the world in your age category you that's know like right. it's great so now the, the age group qualifier is still there and mm-hmm. it's back to 20 so you know we have that in a couple of weeks so the goal is just stays top 20 and then we're we're heading we're making plans for Madison so mm-hmm. um, you know I would have to give props to them because they were top finishers but mm-hmm. I mean we've had some other great ones too and I don't want to leave anybody I know if I start running through names I'm going to forget but um, uh, we also have te- a team we're lucky enough to be helping um, the Carolina CrossFit team as they're going through the team mm-hmm. part two um, so that's going to be fun and that's in a couple of weeks as well Good deal, man. That exciting stuff. You know, yeah. it's, it's
0: good to have a few dogs in the fight.
1: So yeah, can... yeah. One day we'll have to talk about. I think it'll be good. Like uh, maybe not today, but um, talking about uh, prep for one of these weekend qualifiers yeah. type things because it's a little different. It's not yeah. like you know the open is one workout each week for a specified number of weeks very different preparation than a week a weekend that has five or six tests mm-hmm. they're they're totally different in terms of how you want to prepare somebody how you mm-hmm. structure their schedule what training looks like leading into it potential tapering you know talking about nutritional strategies on a weekend like this like that stuff all has to be dialed in mm-hmm. and and so uh, i think that's a Maybe a part two episode for some sure. Point we can dive into some details of that.
0: Sounds like a plan. Well, yeah, man. as always, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the podcast, buy our shirts, buy our kinetic courses, as well as yeah. all those <laughs> other shameless <laughs> That's plugs. That's <right>. <laughs>
1: Shameless plugs. I love it. And we'll be
0: back next weekend. Y'all have a good week. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialists, one patient per doctor
1: of physical therapy per hour, guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.